0: This is The Bubble. I am Montana Samuels. He is Mike Bonner. And yesterday could have been the greatest day in the history of The Bubble podcast. I think our uh, the perks of the pod are starting to pay off for us, Mike.
1: I would extend that and say the best day in the history of work. like pretty, As yeah. humankind has been working, I'm not sure anyone has been paid to do what we did yesterday, which was... Bring the pod on the road for the first time. We've never done that. And basically test two of two stalwarts in the ice cream community of the South Coast.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, defi- I would say definitely in the – I think we were the uh, first people at the Standard Times to get to eat uh, both a Kushnick Creamery and Country Whip in the same day. I would – there are some internet videos out there from like – I think the one I showed you was like Bon Appetit where the – he's like the digital editor or something. I'm blanking on your name. Sorry, friend. Friend of the, sh- <laughs> friend of the show, guy from Bon Appetit, he, uh, he eats like 26 <laughs> breakfast tacos in one day. So give me an ice cream over breakfast like that. That's well, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You're certainly right. people
1: You're right. have had. I mean, I've done many a cool things as a journalist,
0: right? But just eating ice just cream, eating ice cream all day. Yeah, we brought the t- tell the people who joined us on the uh, on the excursion. I think
1: it's it's so in my mind. This is not going to be a one time thing. Now it won't be a country whip and a of Creamery always. We'll, Sadly, we'll, well, we could always do a <laughs> we'll do a round two, probably. a round two uh but it was myself it was three m's really montana mike and mac uh the nearly two-year-old boston terrier of mine which is basically all of my
0: twitter profile pictures yeah do the kids still call it abby's you know your twitter abby twitter avatar i don't know we can't now we seem old ah what a bummer (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's your your Abby. Whatever it is, it's the picture. The it's the egg. The Twitter.
1: I feel old calling it the Twitter profile picture. Yeah, but I don't know if Abby's still used. I used to call it the Twitter Abby, but I don't yeah. know if anyone knows what that means anymore. So
0: we're out of touch. We Which like so only
1: two years touch. ago it was a Twitter like Twitter Abby. It's not maybe like it's, it's still a Twitter Abby. Whatever. Anyway, so Mac came <laughs> along with us and also <laughs> indulged in not one but two doggy dishes of ice cream. He did.
0: Yeah. So, which is kind of funny because the, the premise of this podcast sort of started in our notion that, man, we really wish spring was here, which we sort of jumped off of from you sharing your 5K story in With which Mac. Mac ate too many desserts <laughs> and uh, we'll say it didn't go well on the 5K They forum. came back up. Yeah. So, Mac once again gorged himself. I'm sure he had a good time. But we also gorged ourselves. We did. So it was It was a lot of ice cream. Um, and fish and chips and fish and fish and chips <laughs> just because
1: ice cream wasn't enough
0: because why not um at that point but yeah it, i mean i think the coolest part to me and we're sort of getting ahead of ourselves here we we spoke with the owners of both country web and a cushion creamery but i think the coolest part to me was the understanding that it's not so much of a rivalry between the business owners as it is just between the following that they both cultivated right like both of both of the owners understand that like this is this kind of a cool thing we got going we're just a couple of miles between each other these two great ice cream establishments that have such a nostalgic feel in the community are so important to so many people that uh it was pretty cool to see i i took two things away that
1: i really did not expect going in was the I don't know how to describe it perfectly, but I will say it this way, and you'll hear it in the interviews is how much of a bar feel an ice cream yeah. shop has in terms of people come after a long week or a yep. long day, and they want some ice cream to forget their yeah. their worries, which is very much like some people go to a bar, give me a drink and yep. Have know, a long day. Take the edge off, so to speak, well, give me a brownie Sunday, and I will
0: oh yeah, any day of the week. Well, and frankly, it just makes me feel better about myself. Like I know I'm not the only person who's just like, "Geez, that was a long day. I'm gonna go eat an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's by myself." So, that, it, was, it that says a lot about where I'm at in my life, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> that was one thing,
1: and the other thing that really uh, made me think uh, was how at Country Whip, the food actually makes the warm weather all that more important whereas you think yeah. it would be ice cream but no one wants to eat a hot dog or a cheeseburger outside yeah. in the cold it just doesn't feel there's summer yeah. foods
0: like think of so to give you a bit to paint the picture here we went out yesterday which was tuesday and it was gray it was dreary there were some snow flurries happening and think about what that would have felt like mike to just sit there inside on a gray dreary day and eat a hot dog. Right, because I How disappointing would that be?
1: I didn't feel anything with eating ice cream. It was whatever. I mean... I do this all the time when it's snowy outside. Yeah, Yeah. so who cares? It's just it's awesome that these two places are open. But yeah, a hot dog on a... When it was snowing out, doesn't... It doesn't... Uh, It makes me
0: feel... I would feel bad about myself if I did. That's like kind of... I don't know. Not If you eat hot dogs when it's cold outside, no offense, but it just feels sad. (laughs) (laughs) It feels really sad. <laughs> these are the things we learned uh through these two interviews. <laughs> Maybe we learn more about ourselves. Yeah. Uh
1: but it was just fascinating to speak with uh as you mentioned, the owners of uh Country Whip and Um Akushnic Creamery. We're gonna start with Akushnick Creamery and then yep. we'll go right into Country Whip. Yeah. So this is a podcast first. Uh Montana and I are on the road uh at the Akushnick Creamery with uh Kate and Donna, thank you guys so much for joining us as we're in uncharted territory right now.
0: We're quite literally in uncharted territory. We've left the friendly confines of our in-house studio, and we're on the road. But we're in a friendly confine because we're about to eat some ice cream, right?
1: (laughs) Days can never go wrong with ice cream. And really, Donna, we were... Talking when we first got in here about ice cream, and we look outside, and it's anything but summer. But what has it been like so far? It's been a cold spring. But what has business been like so far?
2: It's been fine. It's been it's been good. I people like ice cream, and I think that they're they're jonesing for it. There and uh, as I stutter, I think the fact that it's awful should be killing us, but it's not. I think because people are so eager. It's like me putting on my open-toed shoes the other day just figured if i put them on maybe it would get warm out maybe if they come eat ice cream it'll get warm out
1: it's funny because that's why we're doing this exact podcast is maybe it will become warm and what happened when we stepped outside today to come to a kushner creamer
0: it, it was snowing it started snowing outside it,
1: it brings up a good point what is it about ice cream you this is your business what is it about ice cream cold warm whatever that just makes people feel good, that makes people want to come in?
2: Um, my husband, what did he say? He said something. Ice cream makes everything better. I believe that's a quote from my husband. Um, and it's true. It, it, for any age, you can be 80 or you can be 8. If you're feeling sad and someone brings you a cup of ice cream, you're like, whoa, thank you. I mean, unless you're me, but that's a whole other story. Uh, but for the most part... That's going to light up anybody's day, young or old. So maybe that's kind of, and everybody in between. I think it's it.
1: I think it, there's an association with happiness. How many people ever eat ice? Now, maybe they start when they're sad, but when you finish the bottom.
0: It's like a coping mechanism in some ways, right? Like you can use it as a coping mechanism. You can use it as like a celebration of sorts. I, th- I think, I mean, for me personally, it, definitely both. <laughs> Yeah. Cake and ice cream.
2: Someone, I will not name names, um, but if they hear this, they'll know who they are. Somebody just said to me the other day that normally on a Friday afternoon when he gets out of work, he'll come here, get an ice cream. He's like, it's kind of like a celebratory thing towards the weekend. He goes, kind of like people who drink. I'm like, oh, I feel, I get that. Okay. He's like, they go get a drink on a Friday afternoon and they're like, weekend. He's like me, I get an ice cream. I'm like, I can totally understand and not the ice cream again, but you know. That no, that's really I had
1: never thought of it like that, but I think there's there's some truth to that that you know people out on a Friday night go out and get drinks or whatever, but I'm a person that would take me to a Kushner creamery for some ice cream.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, and I didn't think of it either until literally he said it a couple of days ago. He was like, Yeah, I think for me and it was Friday. I started my Friday, he's like I'll probably be there this afternoon getting my It's the Weekend celebratory ice cream. So
0: So I guess um, what would you – so for people to come in, and we said we weren't going to ask, like, what's your favorite ice cream? <laughs> I, was
1: thinking, I was thinking the same thing, and I'm like, now I have to ask. Yeah. So, we
0: should ask Kate that. But. Okay. When Kate gets back, we'll ask her what uh, what the go-to is. But what, what do you think people generally are – I know you guys make the waffle cones in-house. You guys do all the ice cream in-house, yes, right? No.
2: Yeah. It just permeates. I swear I could be two doors down and I can smell it and well, be like... the first thing Mike said when he walked
0: in. He said, oh, that smells nice. I did.
1: I, I walked in and I was like, this smells like she, ice
0: cream.
2: They're on, but she hasn't plopped the, the um, mix on right. yet. You know what I mean? It's oh, just so, it, the smell is in the air. I mean, that's my order, so maybe she'll be it on. <laughs> She could certainly do that for you. <laughs> it's...
1: Uh, we were here at 11 11 30 a little later and we've already seen one customer come in is it you missed a couple. oh missed a couple so there's already people what yeah what's the the ice cream appetite in terms of are people here as early as 11 and does it ever die down is there periods where it peaks
2: um yes yeah we opened 11 30 and there was a car waiting and when i tell you many a times there are people here at 10 15 and I'll look at her and I'll go, what time is it? She'll be like, it's 10.15. Like, I'm still cleaning. So, yes, they, they're ready for it at 10. And then I would say there may be a slight lull around dinner time, 5, 6 o'clock. And Kate can tell you better. I try, try not to be in here. Um, but I believe there's a little lull, and then it picks back up. The calm the
0: storm type thing.
3: Yeah.
2: The other thing is we can always tell, like, our hours, we close at 9 right now. What is this? April. So March, April, May, we close at nine.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're
2: right. June, July, August, we close at 10 and you can literally tell the end n- n- third week in May, give or take all of a sudden there's a line up the door yeah. till 930 and they know, don't you dare turn my customers away. Um, so we, but it, you, they kind of, the customers dictate the time and then come August, mid August, it immediately starts to decline because yeah. people start it get back into the school mode. Right. So mom and dad aren't letting the kids come out at nine, 9.30 at night, have ice cream. So everything slows back down. So our hours go back to nine sure. in September. So the customer kind of, they totally dictate what's what.
0: It is sort of, I, I never really put together until our conversation, like how much of a seasonal, like it's sort of like the end point end and the beginning point of the season is marked by ice cream, right? Because first thing in spring, you want, like, either it's, like, shaved ice or it's, like, ice cream, right? You, It's, like, one of those two treats that are, like, that are like cold and mark the start of weather getting warm. And then as soon as, like, the first remnants of fall start to hit, you immediately are, like, oh, I should probably cut back on the ice cream a little
1: bit. I feel like it, with the openings of the ice cream shops, it feels like, spring summer is there and it adds yes it's supposed supposed to and it adds to the intrigue in terms of so it almost uh when i was in the south for a couple four the last four years uh chick-fil-a was a huge thing because it was closed on sundays and everyone wanted ice cream i wanted ice cream wanted chicken on sundays because it was closed and i feel like because we can't get a at creamery or country whip or whatever during in december as soon as it opens it's that like, okay, we've got to go because there are only a finite amount of weekends or days and I've got to stock up on my ice cream because that it's wonderful.
0: thing, right, where you know, like, okay, I have to go now because if I don't, I'm going to miss it and that's going to be one extra day I didn't get ice cream.
1: What was opening weekend like for you? Was it, was, there, was it packed?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They made, my husband made more ice cream because last year we literally ran out of flavors. So he was like, all right, we can't have that happen again. We ran out of flavors again. And so this is our 15th season, and in the 15 years, we closed twice, and those were both for hurricanes. We opened, and literally that following Tuesday and Wednesday, we were closed because of nor'easters. Right. What, right. what? Yeah, it was the craziest thing, which it kind of, it helped us in a way because it gave us a chance to reboot um but with power going out the power went out the the, right before we were going to open was the first nor'easter and it was like oh my gosh we got to get this ice cream made but we're not going to make the ice cream so the power goes out we lose it so it was kind of it was tricky right down to the to the last wire we were wondering if we were going to open on the 8th we didn't think it was going to happen because of the that first nor'easter was a killer right
1: what goes into making ice cream in terms of flavors in terms of Uh, how does a flavor develop and then how much do you usually make
2: so these are questions for Doug but I'll do the best I can Um, the flavors so the guy who taught my husband he he taught him a lot of the the main flavors and then over the years either my husband's come up with things we've asked customers we've run little promotions Um, we actually just um, have a new one you'll have to try it because it's ridiculous," says the lactose girl. Um, it's called Coffee Cat, and it's coffee ice cream with Kit Kats in it. Michael Rock, actually, I have to give props to Michael Rock. He came up with that one, and we—they just made it, and we just put it out on Sunday for the first time. And I was like, I need to take a spoonful of this, and I was like, whoa. And I said to my husband, Have you tried this? I'm like, try this. He takes a bite. I'm like, whoa, right? He's like, wow. I'm like, I know. <laughs> And ironically, neither one of us are big ice cream eaters. Everybody's like, you must eat lots of ice cream. Like, why aren't you 500 pounds? Well, I don't eat it at all. And he doesn't eat a lot. So, yeah. I
1: was going I to say, I have to ask about how, how often do you hear that in terms of the ice cream person not eating a lot of ice cream?
2: Oh, I hear it all the time. People are like, what do you mean you have a lactose problem? Do, doesn't it kill you? I'm like, it really doesn't. It's, you know, because everybody has their thing. Ice cream's not my thing. If you told my mother she couldn't eat ice cream. She'd had for the Tobin.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: At, yeah. yeah kind of for good. me, it's not a... If you took away my pasta and my wine, right. then I'd cry. Real tears. tears. Yeah. But but for many, many, many people, ice cream is... Oh, yeah. It's the thing.
1: I think the thing I've taken from this conversation is... No, it, it's, it's interesting because I never thought of it this way. Was that Friday night? You know, because there's so many times, even a Sunday, I'll be like, let's go get ice cream because it's about... It's opposite. It's... Okay, it's ending. We've got to end with a boom.
0: Yeah, it, it's the bookends of like either bad or good, right? So like, for people who love summer, it's the beginning of something great, and then for people who love fall, it's like, well, it's the end of this one thing about the worst months of the year. As you can tell, I don't like summer very much, <laughs> but fall's almost here, which doesn't, frankly, doesn't stop me from eating ice cream at all. But you know.
1: Are there things about a Kushnick Creamery or legends or fun facts that the common customer doesn't know that maybe should know? or? Um,
2: wow. There's plenty. <laughs> That's why I asked. I, I, I may need to save them. I, I continuously joke that I'm going to write a book. Yeah. And we have another, I don't know if you know, we have another location in, um, in right. yeah, in Peyton yeah. Aram. And I've gotten to the point where I'm like, no, I'm going to write two books. One strictly about Dockside, which is only open from like mid-May to mid-September. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then here, which this is a much longer season. Mm-hmm. We're open March to December. Right. And but it's there we've had it all. We've had it all we've had. Birth we had, death we've had everything. And give me phone
1: Give us, and try not to cry, give us one of your favorite stories.
2: Okay, I got it. Okay, Okay. Okay. all right. God bless him. This kid could make me laugh so hard. His name is Travis Nooms. He's probably still somewhere in California or on a boat or something. He's theatrical, Um, but his parents are local. And that kid, when I tell you, make me belly laugh, Okay. So one day, this was our front building. Did you guys ever come when we had the front building? Little, like a little, it's like a little shack up there.
1: We're both recently new. We both got to New Bedford a year ago. And I've been here a year.
2: You need to go onto Facebook and you need to look at some of the old pictures and see where the magic all began in this tiny little shack up front. And so it was a a picnic table. Like you guys can see me, no one else can, but over here, say on (laughs) this side of the building. So at the end of the night, before we shut the lights, I'd say somebody go outside and make sure there's no customers out there before I hit the lights. Okay. Well, Travis goes out. Me and ironically, Kate's sister, Jessica, was working with me. And it still kills me. We look out and all of a sudden, he rounds the corner like, you know, la, 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 la. And all of a sudden, he's like. And all you see him do is hoof it like a thousand miles an hour back in the building. And her and I are already like this, trying not to make a mess on the floor. And he comes in and we're like, what happened to you? He goes, there's a skunk on the table outside. And he looked right at me. Oh my gosh, we died. I made him go back out. Cause I'm like, I gotta go back out, make sure he's gone. I don't want to shut the lights and he creeps around and comes up on us. You had to see it. It might not be as funny listening to it, but when I tell you it was hysterical, it was hysterical. And that kid could do that to me on a nightly basis. Because yeah. when we first opened, it was, if I was here my my husband's home with the kids, if I was home with the kids, he was here. We, one of us was always here for the first like four or five years. And people who have been around, have seen it, know that. Other people are just, honestly, if, I've had a, if I had a quarter for every time I heard what a gold mine it was, I'd be a very, very wealthy girl. <laughs> You would but need you would need I would not need it but they a lot of people who are newer to us didn't see you know didn't see the the blood sweat and tears literally that went into making it what it is it was, it was yeah the worst thing not here but my little boy he's not little anymore um, he was about seven and he said to me I hate that place and I wish we'd sell that place because it was taking a little too much of mommy's time. Yeah. Yeah. And one time when we very first had Doc side, I came home and he looked at me and he goes, Mommy, are you all right? I said, I'm all right, buddy. You don't look all right. Like I was so just yeah. not looking so good. It was, yeah. But it's all good now. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta put your time in though. You gotta do it. People don't realize you gotta put your time in.
1: That's interesting because as we talked about how great summer is, you're also kind of putting your summers in.
2: Winters are great, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) People, in since the beginning, way up front, people would say, oh, so do you guys like go to Florida in the winter? We'd look at each other and giggle. We're like, we have two little kids, and we opened. My baby was seven months, and my girl was three. So there was no going anywhere I mean right. they're still in you know my girls a senior and my boys a freshman so it's still we don't go anywhere my husband's a teacher right? so he's yeah. yeah we're not going anywhere no 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 not in the winter anyways well we go, to, we go to New Hampshire we go up to New Hampshire every weekend they ski I don't do that either <laughs> so I
1: want to bring happened, Kate in now that we have this little lull she's been you know waiting on customers the person who like likewise eats ice cream for dinner and such which right. Uh, What is it like for you working in an ice cream shop that has a sweet tooth?
3: Um, Well, I eat a lot of ice cream, obviously. I love it. I've been here for, um, I don't know if this is my 11th or 12th year. I've lost count now. So I have to love it to be here this long. I'm 26. This is my 12th year. Yeah, I started when I was 14. So after a couple of years, I became manager, and I'm here forever. (laughs) Once the ice cream starts to catch up for me, then, then I might think about it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> She's got a ways to work yeah. about that.
1: So being the expert, because more than a decade here, what does someone who comes here have to get? What's the, Coffee the?
3: Oreo. Coffee Oreo is definitely our most popular flavor, okay. for sure. I get about five flavors in one because I can't choose. Okay. So, because I look at it all day, I like so <laughs> I get like coffee, Oreo, mocha, peanut butter, espresso, brownie, fudge.
0: All okay. coffee, coffee. All so up. there's a yeah. big yeah. coffee theme know. here because you recommended the coffee cat earlier. Oh yeah. So for I think that's that's the one. Well, you is co-
1: Montana's looking at it for person who does not like coffee, as myself. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. I don't oh, drink so no, but flavor? I like really.
2: that I literally did the com- a commercial mentioning Coffee Cat, what it was, and then I took a spoonful and I go, this is so good, what is the base in this? And she's like, seriously? I'm like, oh my gosh, forget I just said that. I sound like an idiot, okay. But it, it just it tastes amazing, it didn't taste like coffee to me. Did you think it did? Yeah. Oh, okay. It <laughs> tasted like coffee with Kit Kats to me.
1: So in being here 12 years, that's, yeah. what's, What's made you, you know, come back? I don't. I'm gonna guess that there's probably not many 26-year-olds who have been working at a place for 12 years. Right. Case, what?
2: Kate's my manager. And without Kate, we'd be in deep trouble.
3: It's the environment, honestly. It's like a big family. It's not, you know. I don't feel like I'm coming to work. I feel like this is a big part of my life. I go home. I think about ice cream. You know, I, I think about what we're doing here, and that's she definitely a big part. Camera of it. on her
2: phone. Right
3: all the employees are close it's it's really a great place to be there are
0: definitely worse things to think about than ice cream mike i'll <laughs> tell you that
1: and we have to ask uh, as we kind of wrap up here what's it like being so close to another kind of ice cream stalwart institute in country whip it seems i've been all i lived in iowa mississippi new york i've lived all over the country and these are two of my favorite ice cream food shops whatever you want to call them and they're so close what what's that kind of been like
2: it's not a problem at all there's a, there's enough there's enough love for everybody I think we're just lucky to have two great you know
3: shops in town and I think that's how most people see it you know we have some of our own they have some of their own we have a lot of people that go to both then
2: country whip has been here I don't know how long, a
3: long time. I was
2: gonna say you very long and you're native <laughs> I'm not I'm an born. implant um, not far I mean I you know I grew up 20 minutes away but um, but I didn't grow up with country whip but a lot of people did And so I think there's the the nostalgic end of it where people are like, I've been going since I was a little kid, which we now have for, you know, other people, people in their early 20s or whatever that have been coming here since they were 10, 11 years old. But they've been, they've got to be here for double at least. I want to say that place has been there like 30 plus years, switched hands a few times, but still always remained country rep. And same location and still have the food and the soft serve. And I think that's a big thing that they're known for is their food and their soft serve. Yeah. We don't even have soft serve. We only have, yeah. you right. know, homemade hard ice cream, which yeah. is it's delicious. Yeah. But
1: I think it's something that we also learned today is you can never have enough ice cream. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we're all in agreement on that one. I
2: think we're all in agreement there.
1: Kate, Donna, oh, go sorry. No,
2: no, no, I was just going to say, my husband has always said, <clears throat> pardon me, I got something going on here. Um, okay. it's such nice weather how
1: could that possibly yeah, I
2: Wonder, <laughs> right? because it's nice it's so warm and sunny right. um, if you look at where like McDonald's are there's, he's, he'll, say, he'll say to me look it there's a McDonald's there there's a Burger King there and there's a Wendy's there yeah. he's like clearly it's not a problem to put up an ice cream shop near another ice cream shop whether it's five miles away or whether it's a mile away yeah. because look it they do it all the time and clearly they're doing okay
0: to see sort of the it's just, I think it's just nice to have like passionate people who are like into both you know it's, it's not competitive it's more just like we have two great places to go eat and like make memories with ice cream kind of thing so What's, pretty delightful
2: uh, the best ice cream makes the sweetest oh, memories know. yep <laughs> Look at you slogan <laughs>
1: I think on that note we have to end. We really thank you guys for your time. This has been exciting, but now it's the best part where we actually get we're
0: to. Gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna eat some ice cream.
1: Well, Montana, we're at stop two of our two-stop inaugural, the bubble on the road, and we're trying to really just raise our spirits. And as it snowed, it's it snowed as we left New Bedford, and we're we're looking for just to get closer to summer any way we can. And now we're at Country Whip with uh, Amanda and Patty, and thanks for having us here. And as summer creeps closer, it seems like it's crawling at a snail's pace, but how has the season been for you guys so far?
4: Well, first of all, thank you guys for coming out on this beautiful afternoon. And, you know, despite how the weather's been, we are very grateful for our regular customers. They don't care if it's snowing. They have their winter coats on, their gloves on. They're eating their ice cream cones. They're ordering at the window. Luckily, we have a dining room, so they're coming inside where it's nice and warm if they are too cold outside. Um, But obviously, this weather affects us greatly, as I'm sure it does any ice cream place. And we are hoping for some sunshine and some warmer weather, which we might get this weekend, I'm hoping, um, to bring out some of the customers that aren't really a fan of eating ice cream when it's... 40 degrees
1: outside what is it about and i'll raise my hand in this because i have been to country up so far this this season and it hasn't been that warm but what is it about just eating ice cream even if it is 40 degrees what what do you see from the customers that still want that that dessert or whatever it is, despite it being cold?
4: I think, you know, they're just looking for any kind of sign that spring is on the way. And I think seeing the sign that Country Whip is opening, they automatically think, you know, flowers are blooming, the weather is getting better, the sun is coming out, they're sick of the winter, and they're ready to just move forward to nicer weather. Not, you know, good memories, going out with the family for ice cream, um, coming for a burger and a frap, and they're just looking for any kind of you know, sign that spring is coming eventually, hopefully.
0: <laughs> well, and that's a, and Mike and I, like preparing a little bit for this podcast, we talked about sort of the nostalgic feel you get from, like, even as a kid, it's like spring is finally, finally sprung. Let's go get ice cream, like the whole family or just anything. What does that? I know it's April, but it just doesn't feel like it. So are you have you gotten that moment yet where it's like, oh, it's finally here? Like, for you, it's probably like, okay, busy season is finally here. But, like, the nostalgia that comes with the first spring day we've gotten? Or-
4: we've talked about it. We really haven't had it yet. And we said, you know, the first day that we can keep our serving windows open and, you know, maybe even put the plastics up on the outdoor porch or maybe even umbrella up to block some sunshine on the tables – we think that will just feel amazing to just get some fresh air in here, leave a window open when you're taking an order, and that's when the place kind of comes alive at that point, and you can hear, you know, the kids running around outside and the happiness in their voices, and, you know, maybe some ice cream spills would be, be nice to clean up for a change, you know. Nothing's dripping out there. So nothing's melting out there at this time of year. So, I mean, we really haven't had that, like, we are here spring feel yet.
1: How much does the, the food aspect to it play in a row i know with the cushion cream it's just ice cream but here it's food and very good food does that does that play into an aspect into it because it seems like part of here the one of the reasons why i like coming here is as you said eating out you know in the summer eating your food and then having a little dessert do you expect that that'll kind of take off too with the warmer weather
4: you know, it's funny. I this is my 15th year here, and when we first started, we were pretty much an ice cream place that we sold food and people didn't really know about it. And the food has really taken over in the past few years. Um, my head cook Ruben in the kitchen, he's doing a great job back there. He's very creative. He makes a lot of things from scratch. So we're kind of more of like known as a lunch spot that also has ice cream. And To me, it's on days like this, it works out great because even if I don't have a lot of people ordering ice cream, you know, at 11 or 12 o'clock in the afternoon, they're all here for cheeseburgers and they're here for French fries and hot dogs and then they'll get the ice cream with it or a frap with it or a root beer float. So days like this where the weather is not, you know, with us as far as ice cream weather, the food really carries us over on slow days like this. And it helps with the staff too because when we come back to work, I try to give everyone, you know, a decent amount of hours They've been out of work all winter, and that's how these kids, you know, they're in school all the time, and they're looking forward to, for us to open. And it allows me to have them work, you know, a decent amount of shifts, knowing that the food in the dining room would be busy to carry them over through.
1: What's an ideal meal for someone coming here looking for their lunch or their dinner and then an ice cream afterwards? What, what would be your dream You know, the meal that someone comes here, they have to get.
4: There's three things that we sell the most of, and I'd say they're the three most popular and probably the three best. Cheeseburgers, grilled hot dogs, and fish and chips. They are, you know, they're the typical New England summertime with a frap or an ice cream kind of meal. And we sell tons of cheeseburgers, grilled hot dogs, and fish and chips every single day, no matter what the weather is. That's everyone's go-to.
1: It's interesting because I feel like... Ice cream is, is almost, I have it all the time, you know, it doesn't, but hot dogs, fish and chips and, and burgers are very much a summer thing. It almost seems like it, I, I need warm weather for those more than the, more than the ice cream. Exactly.
4: I totally agree with you. Yes.
0: It's more so like with with burgers and hot dogs, it's like grilling, right? So, like, you want the smell of that grill. It's like a barbecue, like, outside. It's it's very much – nostalgia just play. the more and more we talk through this, nostalgia just plays such a big role when it comes to, like, these summertime locations like you guys have. Well, and
1: and you can't eat – I feel like hot dogs inside. I don't know. You know, it just it feels it's like you so have wrong. to eat them outside.
4: Sitting outside and, you know, with the sun beating on you on a picnic table out here. You've got the music playing. You're kind of relaxing. It just takes you to a whole other place despite whatever you're doing that day, I think.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of the theme we've developed is it's almost it's it's a reward on a Friday after a long week or a Sunday looking forward to oh Monday starting again. Let's go get an, a hot dog and an ice cream or something.
4: And you wouldn't believe the amount of people that come to the window and kind of justify it while they're ordering. And they'll tell us, like, it's been a long day. I need a chocolate frap." It's not even that they want when they need one. Or, you know, it's been a rough day at work and I'm here for a Sunday and today it's going to be a large one. You know, so they kind of justify it. We're like, that's okay, go for it, you know, be happy. Do
3: <laughs> you
1: ever feel like, and it, and it didn't click until today, but it almost feels like, in a way, ice cream shops are... A country whip is almost like a different bar, like you said, where people go out and unwind exactly. and they and you said they I need a drink. Well I need a frap. It's been a long day, I need something to like calm my nerves.
4: They say that they go, you know, people go to the bar or their bartenders or hairdressers to tell them their problems and, you know, feel better yeah. when they leave. But they do it here too, trust me. <laughs> Especially a lot of the regulars at the counter. I mean, it's like family. We know everything that's going on with them and why they're not here today or they'll be here tomorrow or and you know, we become like really close with everybody. It's really nice, like close knit community.
1: In 15 years, what some of your favorite memories or stories working
4: here? Oh gosh, there's so many to tell between the staff and you know different staff members and you know becoming close with them, um, different customers and being close with them. I mean, I have one gentleman that comes here and he is almost 100 years old now, and he's been coming here. Like every single week, faithfully for a grilled hot dog with mustard and a coffee frapp, since I started here, his name is Ed, and he is now in a nursing home. And his, he still comes every Saturday. His son picks him up, and they tell me that this literally is what gets him out of the nursing home. Like he won't, he doesn't want to shower anymore. He doesn't want to do anything, but they tell him you have to do take your medicine. You have to take a shower, and on Saturday we'll, we'll go to Country Whip, and that's literally what keeps him going: is a coffee frapp and a grilled hot dog and things like that. I mean, it makes it pretty special. And the smile on his face when he gets here—it like lights up the whole room.
0: That's incredible. So what? The I—I've actually this is my first time at Country Whip. I just moved to the area in July. I'm new. You have to—you have to forgive me. I'm new, but I always hear it's sort of like the the legacy staple, right? Like you go to Country Whip, and that's that's the place. That's like one of the things that is known for. In your 15 years here. Have you seen that sort of, I mean, like you said, you've developed the rapport with the regular customers where you still see that legacy happening. But have you seen that change over the years? Like you said, it it morphed from mainly ice cream to food now. What have those changes kind of been like for you?
4: Um, the, only, the only big change is we need a little bit more help in the kitchen nowadays. Um, that's pretty much it, just because we are selling more food. Ice cream-wise, we're pretty much selling the same amount, no more, no less. It's just that the food has picked up a lot. Um, So, you know, it requires a little more work in the kitchen as far as prep and things like that. Um, But other than that, things have pretty much been kind of one of those weird places that kind of stays the same. And people come here with their children, and they say they remember coming here when they were kids with their parents. And they pretty much, I mean, other than additions through the years of the dining room and different, you know, maintenance things, Everything kind of stays the same, and I think that's what people like because, you know, everything else is changing all the time, and they're knocking down mom and pop places and putting up big businesses and things like that. So they kind of, like, look forward to a place that stays the same when they come back and visit. It's almost
0: more important for it to stay the same Mm -hmm. than change, right?
4: Exactly. Like, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes people come in and they'll try to get you to switch over certain things on the menu, and I'm like, I can't. My regulars won't let me. Like, this works, and it's not changing, and that's just the way it is
1: it's not broke don't fix it right i mean yeah exactly. it's it's interesting cuz when you look at everyone wants to upgrade their phone everyone wants to upgrade you know a car or something but places like this people want it to stay the same we don't even
4: take credit cards we're old school like you know it's just one of those places that if it's you know, like you said if it's not if it works you know keep it going and for so far it works so we're going to keep going at the same pace and hopefully the weather changes and some more customers and hopefully your listeners if they haven't been here will come out whether it's snowing or raining or what it's doing and we're here
1: what's the uh top selling ice creams? we talked about the, the food what's kind of the the must-have ice creams
4: well we have hard and soft ice cream so as far as soft serve goes our coffee black raspberry twist is our big seller it's kind of a little different than your basic chocolate vanilla which we have as well um, but as far as soft serve goes people love that and as far as our hard ice cream we have a ton of flavors Um, We have some really new great flavors, but everyone likes the basic coffee Oreo and cookie dough. For some reason, those are the go-tos, whether they're children or adults, those are the two most popular. Coffee
1: ice cream seems to be, for a person who doesn't drink coffee, it seems to be a really, has it always been a huge seller? It's
4: always been coffee, and it's weird because I don't drink coffee as well, and I'm more of like a chocolate person myself, but coffee is the go-to, coffee fraps. You know, every time we get any kind of coffee ice cream, whether it's basic coffee, coffee Oreo, um, coffee almond fudge, anything with coffee in it, people are drawn to it. I think another part of New England, besides everyone liking ice cream, everyone loves coffee flavored everything. <laughs> I
1: never yeah, that connects the dots.
0: That's the thing. It's like I, I came up I'm from Kansas originally and lived in Florida. It's like coffee milk, coffee syrup, it's coffee everything. But except just regular old coffee sometimes gets buried in that somehow.
1: Part of the reason uh, we called the podcast The Bubble was because as Montana's from Kansas, I'm from Massachusetts originally, but I've lived in Iowa, Mississippi, New York, and been all over. And two of my favorite, apps of uh, the entire country, two of my favorite places are within three miles of each other, Country Whip and A Kushner Creamery. What's it like to to have two stalwarts? We were kind of saying, it'd be one thing if one was really, really good, and then one was just okay. But to have two really good... Ice cream and food places, food and ice cream places. What What is it kind of like for you?
4: I like it. I mean, I'm sure the people in the town like it because it gives right. them two great choices, you know? And for some reason, people try to, sometimes in articles, will try to put us up against each other, but we really don't need to compete. We both do our own thing. We're two different places. We both are very busy. We both have a great following, and I think it's kind of nice that there's enough of the community support to go around for both of us to both be successful at what we do. And I think that's great, and that's important. You know, I think you should support mom and pop everything, no matter what it is. Yeah. So I think that's great, and I'm sure everyone's super happy about it.
1: Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, I live in New Bedford, and just even driving up, there's, there's that sense that it, it feels part of one. Even though it's in a cushion, you go through Fairhaven, but it just feels like, you're getting away for a little bit. You get, you know, and as you said, the sun. It's just a beautiful spot to sit out and, and enjoy whenever, but start a weekend or close a weekend.
4: I agree. It's a nice country ride. A lot of people out for a ride on a Sunday. They want to escape the city. They want to escape the noise, the hustle and bustle. And they come out here, and it's quiet. You know, you can hear the birds chirping. There are deer that run through the backyard. Like, we're country, you know? So I think people like that kind of slowed down pace to kind of get away and take a mental break
0: sort of one of the, my last questions at least we're going to we're going to try some cones i think of course what what do we have to get what would you recommend that we if we say we really went to country whip and we did the whole thing what do you think we should get
4: you have to get coffee raspberry like i don't care if you like coffee or not you have to at least try it and then the hard ice cream you probably should definitely try the coffee oreo and then i'm going to give you a list of the flavors we have some really cool new ones like banana foster Oatmeal cookie, dark chocolate raspberry. So we have some really neat new ones to add to our menu right now. We kind of fluctuate with our flavors every couple of weeks to try to change it up for our regulars. But I don't care what you try as long as you get some coffee raspberry. Okay.
1: We can do that. I think at this point we got to have to try something now. Uh, thank you so much, and we look forward to now uh, diving in.
0: So, Mike, I think this brings us to a uh, point of emphasis I wanted to make in the pod which was just sharing our scoop of the day well i think the
1: I'm not even sure i had a scoop of the day mm-hmm. because when we got our ice cream at a cushion creamery i elected to have two flavors right right which really threw you off i remember that that was
0: so maybe let's do flavor that yeah you were a terrible actually we should talk about that you were <laughs> a horrible influence Let, let's let's unpack this a little bit guys so for future reference if any of you want to do this in the future pacing yourself is very important what mike and i did was the opposite of pacing ourselves i stand by
1: every decision we made <laughs> yesterday including ordering two scoops of well two flavors i guess rather than scoops. Yeah. scoops is a very
0: scoops you a
1: scoop is generous yeah at both that, places
0: well Right, a scoop. They they're very liberal with what they yeah. deem to be a scoop of ice cream. It was more. It's like when you go Five Guys and they're like, "You like, oh, I want a large fry," and then they give you the little box of French fries, but then just fill the bag to the top. It's kind of what it was at these two places with their scoops, which I'm certainly not arguing with.
1: Yeah, my. I think that you're going to get some backlash here as you criticize me for my ice cream ordering abilities in terms of two flavors and then rainbow sprinkles on top of that
0: i'm gonna get some backlash for what you ordered
1: well not that i ordered but i got two scoffs from you during it when i a went with two flavors that was scoff right. number one <laughs> and then scoff number two
0: was when i wanted a topping well <laughs> yeah. you can't even okay. argue yeah you i, scoffed did, scoff. At me I twice. did scoff and that's just mike pulled the classic maneuver where he's being handed his ice cream and then he adds an extra order like oh by the way can you put some rainbow sprinkles on there? Which, I mean, hindsight 2020, it was a good call on your part. The rainbow sprinkles did look nice. There was no hindsight in my Well, I mean, I guess
1: the hindsight was after seeing the cone without the sprinkles on it. It was, and then if she said no, I had no, it was was no problem. It was was just a cherry on top of a wonderful day.
0: No, maybe it was jealousy coming through that I didn't order sprinkles. It's attribute, Montana. I know. Did this what am I sitting on a couch right now what are we doing here <laughs> um, but yeah so I think yeah you're just you're really just gonna sit on the fence with this one and not uh, not give a scoop of the day um, so if you go to a Kushnut creamery
1: and then we'll do country up after but yeah Kushnick creamery for a person who doesn't drink coffee doesn't really like coffee ice right. cream the coffee cat was that coffee cat coffee, coffee with cat with was Kit-Kat. something you should try I actually didn't mind it to say that I liked it would probably be a strong statement because I don't know if I could have a whole cone of it. A, a right. taste was good, uh, but it was coffee, ice cream, and Kit Kats. Uh, definitely have to try the Boston cream ice Boston cream. cream. pie was good. That was really good. And the, Oh, I don't want to take away too much of the No, thunder. no,
0: go ahead. Because you, you missed the the best one of the Cheesecake. cone that you had. No, 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 no. The best one of the cone you had. All
1: right. Well, I'm saving the best for last. I don't know if you've heard of this.
0: Well, what, are you going to talk for 25 minutes?
1: <laughs> As a person who orders two of ice cream with sprinkles, clearly I can go in depth of my ice cream. But, yes, my favorite was birthday cake. Uh, that yeah. was that was my favorite at a Kushner Creamery, really hands down. I, I just really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. I think I agree. I think if you're going to order – So my personal favorite, the two scoops I got, because Mike, once again, was a terrible influence on me and does not care about my figure whatsoever. Um, I I went with the Boston cream pie as well, which was, I actually, so the first time I went to a cushion, I told you not to, I was giving you grief about going in depth. I'm about to do an aside. (laughs) (laughs) So the first time I went to a cushion Creamery, they didn't have Boston cream pie devastated. Got the cape cobbler, it was good as well. I that's another one I would recommend. It, it's kind of like a it's a different kind of ice cream, but so I got Boston cream, was happy about that, but the best one to me was uh, the strawberry cheesecake. It was great. It hit all the marks. It tasted like I think that so here here's a good jumping off point, Mike. Would you agree that both places, a Kushner creamery and country whip We didn't deal with a thing where it was like, here's your strawberry cheesecake or insert flavor here, and it didn't really taste like what was advertised. I don't think we ran across that once.
1: No. No, you're right. I think if we want to transition into Country Whip, the s'mores... Tasted like right s'mores. On, yeah, right I feel like I'm mark. on Willy Wonka, where it's like the the the,
0: the oh, <laughs> or like Super Troopers. The schnozberries. taste <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. No, but the s'mores taste like s'mores. Yeah, uh, even the raspberry coffee swirl. Yeah, that was a no go for me.
0: Yeah, let's uh, talk through it. That was an interesting one though, That they said
1: was a really yeah. a hot seller.
0: So well, which may, so here here's the interesting thing about. I think both of us would agree that. I don't really want a full cone of that. But that's a risk-taking flavor. Like, I would never combine those two things, personally. Like, if you were like, here's a here's a list of things you can combine. What do you want to do? Never in my life would I go raspberry coffee. But it was much better than I expected.
1: I The raspberry was tasty because it was a split, you know, right. down the middle. There was one was side a, raspberry, one side...
0: Your traditional swirl from a yeah. soft-serve machine.
1: Um, And I just... There was... It was very heavy coffee. It was not very heavy coffee. It was unlike the coffee cat at a Kushner Creamery. The Country Whip uh, raspberry coffee. It tasted like coffee. Yeah, right. But then one of your all-time favorites came from Country Whip.
0: Oh, yeah. So they're they're doing. I don't know if it's a special for the season or if it was the just day a we spe- were there. The, the day we were there, it was a special. The bananas Foster—that's my scoop of the day at uh, Country Whip, and (laughs) (laughs) I just love the term you came up with. Scoop Scoop of the the day—it's good. Um, That—that was incredible. It once again—it just marked so. Bananas Foster—you want the caramelized onions, you want a little bit of caramel running through, a little bit of like crunch or almost like wafery. You had all of the elements, and it was perfectly on the mark it was in it caramel was, you
1: had your wafer crunch and you had bananas in there it you was good. everything
0: it was super cream it was just like i, th- I think for me the strawberry cheesecake from a cushion creamery and the bananas foster from country whip were they hit all of the marks and everything you want from a good ice cream scoop
1: because for the cheesecake that had it pieces had a chunk
0: it was like ben, so like the ben and jerry's motto is like put the big chunks of big chunks of whatever you're putting in it. And they followed that like to a T almost where it was like, if you're getting a cheesecake ice cream, you want a bunch of big pieces of cheesecake in it. Boston
1: cream had some cake in it as well. So yeah, I think that's, I always liked, which I think at Country Whip, they call it the country whip. um, The kind of, you put the ingredients in a soft serve and blend it all together. So it's like like a, like a blizzard almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I think when you can get that with hard ice cream, it adds oh, a different yeah. level because normally I think, oh, well, I can only get
0: this certain amount. This, and, yeah,
1: yeah and, and then mix it up, and it kind of goes together. But to have actual cake chunks and yeah. the stuff we had at Kushner Creamery was really interesting. And and then as, as we uh, – speaking of country whip, mm-hmm. they kind of identified themselves as a lunch counter that serves ice cream too, and the yeah. fish was –
0: Really was, good. Yeah, it it was interesting to hear them talk about the transition that Country right. Whip has made. So I was unaware, Country Whip is sort of like, not only are both of them a staple in the area, but Country Whip has been around for a substantial amount of time. It, it's almost like a historical fixture at this point in terms of eateries in the area. And it was cool to hear that they've rather than... So they've sort of adapted to the change that has come to the restaurant more naturally than forcing it. So they everything is perfectly nostalgic inside of there like it feels like a timepiece almost but they've adapted to the change where people are going there to eat food almost more than ice cream now and that was cool to see because they're just receptive to customers much like i think both of them are but it was interesting to hear them articulate the transition from now we're a lunch dinner type place that also serves ice cream
1: yeah country up was saying you know they don't want to change because they have loyal customers and uh as you heard If it's not broke, don't fix it. And then on the other side of Kushner Creamery, uh, not so much that they would change, but they're always looking for new flavors to make as they make their own ice cream. And some of it comes from the customers. Yeah. Uh, So not only is it something where they've been there for a while and their institutions in their own way, there's relationships being developed there. Yeah. uh, As. I think Donna said from a Kushner Creamery, they've they've seen life, they've seen death, they've it's yeah. it's their own little universe there, it's their own little world, and it's <laughs> I think she joked to us they could have a, a film crew and it would be yeah, a reality yeah. show unlike any other. It, right. It's just it's true life It happens in an ice cream yeah. shop.
0: Yeah, it it was it was really cool to see, and I, I think it's important for us that. We we didn't go into this as sort of like food critics by any means. No. I mean, we're we're not my palate's not I'll, I go to a fancy restaurant and it's like, yeah, these are good and that's that's about all we got. We we went more for the experience of both because I think it's important to share these sort of stories where it's like these are mom and pop establishments owned by the people who live in the community who are trying to keep things as things continue to change, they are sort of these timepiece establishments where it's like, this is what we think of the town in which we live, and you can come share these memories and the nostalgia that comes with the summer, spring day of having a scoop of ice cream or having a burger or what have you.
1: Yeah, we were looking for summer, too. We were just, any any Well, yeah, we were whether also... Whether it was <laughs> <laughs> some ice cream, it we, was snowing, but it doesn't matter. We were trying to... Put our best. We we're sitting in Adirondack chairs.
0: Yeah, outside.
1: <laughs> outside, as the flakes were falling. But that's as close to the summer as we've gotten in a few weeks. But it's supposed to be getting better. Yeah, I so mean, so when it does get better, drive a little up north, or I guess if you're listening to this,
0: in a cushion or Fairhaven, just head south, down the road yeah. a little bit. Yeah. No, it was great. Uh, overall, good day. I think we should uh, use our work days to eat ice cream more often. We'll pitch that to a. We're, I think we're going to start an ice cream blog or something so we can do this more often. So DM Mike, if you want us to do that, let, let us DMs know. DMs are
1: still closed, but
0: <laughs> you can try. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, watch out for uh we're going to have a video dropping later this week. Yes. Sort of, um, detailing in, uh. In a video image our beautiful faces talking to you about the ice cream. Just look at Mac. He'll be on the video as just well. Just look at the yeah, just look at the dog. Don't don't try to look at us too much. It's
1: well you can't, but he's the most entertaining out of them all.
0: Yeah. I've already I, I will share, I've I've edited through a good amount of it and there are some there are some golden moments in Mac that, <laughs> that you guys will be really happy with and that I personally was really happy with to find. So uh yeah, keep keep an eye out for that. We will post it on our respective Twitters and
1: My favorite moment of that was, and we say it on the video when we had the fish and chips and he's centimeters away, but he's engulfed in that ice cream that he didn't. And he was engulfed in both. I we were talking
0: and he didn't, he didn't care. He was all about both doggy dishes. So check it out. It's safe to say that Mac, uh, did enjoy his time as well. He really enjoyed it. So, uh, but yeah, keep, keep an eye out for that. We'll, uh, we'll keep you guys posted on the video. Um, but yeah, this has been the bubble. Uh, he is Mike Bonner. I am montana Samuels mike we've uh, we've gone through the uh, the ending phrase do you really want you want to try to say it?
1: We were joking before that Montana <laughs> has the classic sign off, and I don't know any idea what it is and sometimes we'll sit here and I'll be <laughs> like, okay, Montana, wrap it up and he throws it to me now and <laughs> after telling me what the sign off was, it was I hope you join us. A- Ho- hope mm. you join us mm. again. Mm. Stay- All I keep All thinking right, of is so this thanks has been for stopping by.
0: He is Mike Bonner. I am Montana Samuels. I really don't And we it. hope I you'll have us it. back. Ah. <laughs>